Welcome to Happily Ever After, the podcast where we talk about life's big stories, from breakups and breakdowns to icky secrets and happy endings. It's the stuff that makes us human. I'm your host, Hannah Harvey. I'm a writer and a parenting blogger at mumsdays.com. I'd be really grateful if you could subscribe and leave a review because it basically means more people can find the podcast. And I also absolutely love hearing from you, so please do contact me through Instagram at mumsdays, M-U-M-S-D-A-Y-S, with any of your stories um, and any thoughts you might have on the episode or any questions. You can find all the details from this episode in the show notes. Hello and welcome to Happily Ever After with me, Hannah. And today I'm joined by Katie, (laughs) but Katie... (laughs) In a very different light. Oh, right. Um, made it sound like you'd forgotten my name there for a minute. <laughs> it's because I was thinking of how to actually introduce you. Because today you've got a different hat on. I do, you're right. Today, Katie is the expert in maths. Married at First Sight, UK edition. Yeah, I Series am. eight, is it? I've no idea because this is the first one I've ever watched and I've become obsessed and it's a problem. <laughs> So I have been watching it, and I've only ever watched one series before. It was a random Australian one, mm. and that was after Claire Venus came on and was like, what do you mean you've never seen it before? It's the best thing ever to grace our tellies. And you and I were like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't feel like that, yeah. Like, how, how can it actually be that good? Yeah. It sounds stupid. It does sound stupid. And I also, when I first started watching it as well, I was like, we're going to look back on this, like, in the next century and be like, how could we possibly do that to people for entertainment? Like, it's really cruel. <laughs> a bit like how Jeremy Kyle is. And I still feel that way, but I'm obsessed with it and I, like, I can't stop thinking about it. So that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I remember a similar feeling, like, back in the 90s. When Big Brother started. It's very Big Brother vibes, yeah. Yeah. And I watched that first series and I became obsessed. Mm-hmm. And I felt like they were my friends. Yeah. And that I wanted to move in with them. Yeah. And be with them forever. <laughs> That's how I feel as well about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Except interesting. But it was literally like watching hamsters in a cage. Yeah. Interact with each other. And to see humans in that sort of... Uh, way it's like very pro- probably like um you know when you there's a car crash and you can't look away it's probably like that yeah Feeding i mean into that need i haven't watched all of this season of maths mm. but i feel like i've watched enough that we can talk about it and there's definitely bits of it where i'm like how are these people surviving <laughs> the dinner pies for example i'm like it's a lot yeah it's so intense mm. It's like, I'm sure, borderline traumatic. Definitely. Like, I, I, and actually, that was my takeaway at the end of it. Like, I was like, are these people actually in love with each other? or And do they want to be together? Or have they just trauma bonded? You know? Oh. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm no psychologist, but I think put in that sort of situation, you're bound to be like, okay, there's a new, another human being going through the same, like being recorded on telly with all my feelings out and I feel yeah. strongly about them we yeah we're being 
actively encouraged to be exceptionally vulnerable with each other and the nation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that in itself is like, well, we know whenever we've done the podcast, especially when we first started afterwards, it was like the vulnerability hangover is real. Mm-hmm. It is. Imagine doing that f- for weeks on end. Mm. Yeah. And worrying about what you're saying to the camera and things like it must be wild. <laughs> I mean, like, come on, you and me are in this together, whether we like it or not. Exactly, that's bound to make you bond, I think, you know? Mm. Have you ever had, like, a really, really crap hospitality job where they, like, treat you like, treat you terrible and um, it's really, really hard work and there are no breaks? Those are your best friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you go through something bad together, like, you bond. And I think that's what's happening on maps. Ooh. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. But then there's also that level of like, it is a game. It is a game. It's an experiment, as they keep reminding it's us. It's an experiment. <laughs> um, who Who's going to win? Yeah. There's the competitive edge of like, I couldn't give a shit who you are, but we are going to win. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's my, that would be my approach if I went in. <laughs> Even if you got somebody you didn't like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I wouldn't know I didn't like them. Yeah. You just have to win. Yeah. Mm. I mean, who knows? It's hard to say because obviously things are coming up all the time on the show and it's like, oh, those two are a really strong couple. Mm. And now it's come out that he's violent or yeah. I'm thinking specifically of I've just seen Jay and um, what's his name? I don't Jay know any Luke. of the names. Jay oh. and Luke's situation where he's basically said, she's a walkover, I can do anything I want to her, and she wouldn't bat an eyelid. Mm-hmm. It's so they, um, I don't know whether you've seen this bit yet, and we should probably put like a disclaimer out that there will be spoilers, so if you haven't watched um, the whole series yet. Maybe, Which has just ended. Yeah, maybe hit pause on the podcast and come back to us when you're done. <laughs> but um, So after the bit that you've watched, Jay and Luke um, get kicked out of the um competition or the show because I thought they might yeah because he um like goes down to Jordan and Erica's flat and bangs on their door and um starts a him. fight see yeah. I've seen that oh you've seen that okay and let's face it who doesn't want to punch punch Jordan in I the mean, face yeah everybody <laughs> I can't get over this guy yeah he's, sort of, he's the worst yeah <laughs> I'm like I don't understand how somebody feels so justified to give their opinion so much, mm. so often, mm. on, on everybody, mm-hmm. when he's with Erica. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I can kind of like, you know, he's antagonistic, isn't he? And so I can understand why it happened, but it doesn't excuse the violence. And I think they've done the right no, thing. No, totally. 100% they could not keep him in. And also, he showed his true colours. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So, but it's interesting because they then come back for the finale. Um, Are they still together? No, so they're, they're, they've split up. Mm. And it's basically because. I think Jay was like, I need a bit more from you if we're going to be in a long-distance relationship. And um, he's like, oh, well, if you need more from me, then I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. I'm not going to try. Big and surprise. Like, well, yeah, and even all the experts are like, come on, dude, like, you need to try a bit harder for us. So um, they started off being my favourite couple. and Yeah, um, same. Now, just, I think he's a bit of an arsehole. Yeah. Hmm. So. There was an it think I was trying to think like why what does he need like what is his 
the drive to need somebody to tell him off. Mm. And I'm like, there must be some mummy issues in there. Yeah. Like he wants a woman in control, uh-huh. keeping him in line. Well, yeah. So that he can keep pushing boundaries, but know that he's safe within that these are the boundaries. Yeah. And um, one of the things he's getting quite criticised for online as well is like saying that he doesn't have time to try harder with his relationship and spending his time like um, trying to sabotage Jordan and Erica's relationship, which is something he does in the end as well. Um, and it's like if you've got time to um, be, because he's got like this photo of Jordan in the back of a taxi cheating on Erica that they bring out in the finale, which is just brilliant television. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but people are saying, like, if you've got time to do that, then you've got time to text your girlfriend, you know? Um, yeah, but he doesn't want to. No, exactly. So, like, And how long does it really take to, like, sabotage someone's relationship with a photo? Yeah, well... It's a click of a button. Yeah, and also... Um, well, I, I suppose I get that, but, like, it just shows that he's, like, a bit of an obsessive person, you know? Like, that seems to be his driving force, making sure that they don't... Um, he wants justice. Yeah, exactly. Because he yeah. feels like his relationship was, was split, better, yeah. split up because of Jordan. Yeah. When actually it was because he said he could go and cheat on her anytime he wants. Mm-hmm. Which and I, that I if you have the option, you'd go and do it. Yeah. Whereas it's like, well, we all have the option to cheat on our partners if we yeah. want. Yeah. But we choose not to because yeah, we don't want to hurt them. Yeah. And, and I think he misspoke. I think he doesn't think the things that he said. But he needed to take ownership for them, you know, instead of going, like, just, like, crumbling into a mess and taking it out on Jordan. Like, he didn't respond to that in an appropriate way at all, I don't think. No, mm. no, he didn't. Interesting. Mm, yeah. But we love Jay, right? We love Jay. So I much. Wish her the best, happiest life going forward. I hope that somebody, like, who she really deserves and really deserves her comes along, because... Yeah, and they do exist. Yeah, they totally do. Mm-hmm. She will get somebody lovely. I have utter faith in that. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So should we talk about Jordan and Erica? Erica. Yeah. So that. Um, so you haven't seen the bit where. So they're they're all like um, happy and lovely, and they've gone and had they had their five weeks away and everything, and then um, when they come back for the reunion, it they've. Like Thomas, um, uh, Arthur, and a couple of the other guys, George, I think, is there as well. Have been on like a night out in London altogether, um, and they just the boys, yeah. And Thomas, Arthur, Arthur, and George. Yeah, I think so. I might have got that wrong, but it's a group of them, and and Jordan as well. Um, and they're obviously like with this group of girls and like one of them tries to kiss Jordan and he pushes her off straight away. But like um, there's been rumours flying around while we've not been watching, you know, and he's like denied everything. And then when they get to the dinner party, like Thomas and Arthur are like, no, she did kiss you though. Like that did happen. And Erica absolutely kicks off about it. <laughs> as you like, would. Yeah. Well, they're like, well, he did push her off straight away. Like, you know, it was obvious that he didn't want to kiss her, but... Um, he's lied about the whole thing, which is what Erica's problem is. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, men do that out of fear, don't they, you know? Whereas it would be much better to just go, yeah, I got a bit flirty with a girl in the night out and I'm sorry about it. 
Mm. That's a scary, honest conversation to have, though, isn't it? It is, but wouldn't you prefer that to what actually happened at the end, which is her being confronted at a dinner party with a photo of him in the back of a taxi? Well, it's <laughs> just girl. classic maths. That's yeah, how it, it always works out. <laughs> Nobody communicates anything until they're all sat together at the dinner party. Yeah. And then it all comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was um, really quite something. I don't have um, big high hopes for them for the future, unfortunately. Erica and Jordan. But they're cu- they are currently still together, so we'll see. Interesting. Um, something about, like, both of them had in common was this sort of ability to come into the group and stir things yeah. up. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I don't understand what was going on with the girls and Erica so much, other no. than it just felt like... I guess it was a bit of an arrogance maybe that was coming across and it was probably not intended. No. No, but they, I think like when, they they were a bit like, it's a bit like them being caged animals, isn't it, you know, and they've like made their friendships and they've got their packs and then they come in as a new couple and she's like an alpha, isn't she? Yeah. And so it it rocked, what's the saying? Like it upset the apple cart, it Rocked the apple cart? Yeah. Something to do with an apple cart. (laughs) Things happened with apple carts. It did happen with apple carts. It was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand them not liking your attitude. I mean... There just seemed a little bit of unnecessary, like, eye-rolling and Mm. we're better than you type comments, which I just don't understand why you'd come in and do that if you knew. No, exactly. And why yeah. do you have to come in and be an alpha anyway? Just you insecurity, knew? probably. I'd put it down to insecurity, you know, thinking that you have to be the best ones. Yeah, and I guess as well they were maybe some one of the youngest couples. Yeah, they all seem really young. Do you think they're all really young? I felt, well, I know the youngest couple was um, Sasha and... Oh, Tasha and Paul. Tasha, not Sasha. Tasha and Paul were the youngest, and I feel like Jordan and Erica were also the youngest. Mm -hmm. So that's probably what got Tasha's back up the most, was them coming in as, like, the new young couple, and they were the young couple. Yeah, and she responded badly to it, to be fair, but, like, I think that's just who she is, you know? Um, Fiery, as she says a lot. (laughs) But do you think as well, because we'd known them longer, like, I was on her side? Yeah, totally. Like, <laughs> And that's awful. Well, we form such alliances with them, don't we? We're like, um, like, when um, Ros and Thomas broke up, like, that Did was... Did they break up? Uh, yeah, oh, so Ros and Thomas break up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. I've jo- I'm at the part where they're, like, enjoying sex toys and bunny outfits. Which is amazing, right? The and best. They go for the homestays and... Um, when they get to Roz's house, like she is enveloped back into her family and there's like lots of nice nieces and nephews and she's like, Actually I can't see this working. Like I don't see you in this picture and Oh I know it's really sad. <laughs> I was so invested in them, you know. He's know. cute as I well. I know, yeah. And then and now he's really muscly as well. <laughs> oh yeah, he's got a big body. That's what he's done. Left maps and eating loads of protein. Oh my god, I love that. We have. <laughs> oh, what a shame! I know it is a shame, but I felt really up- feel felt really genuinely upset when they broke up. So that's weird for me. 
Okay, let's talk about them because I thought their whole journey was like probably my favorite. Yeah, well, it still maybe is, you know. Like, so he was like absolutely devastated about it, um, as you'd think he would be, you know. And she was pretty good about it as well, but was just like honest about it. As um, she has been throughout from well, the beginning, true. it was like I just don't really like you. <laughs> Yeah. So I'll have sex with you to see if I can spark something, which I get. Like, yeah, same. Add in a bit of physical intimacy, and then it's like, oh, actually, mm-hmm. yeah. But like, even when they had sex, she was still like, mm, I don't know. Still well, exactly. Like, it took her a while to be like, mm. yeah. Which I think is okay. I think that's all right. You know, I don't think you need to have that initial spark to have a like long-standing and good relationship. Well, no, and it feels like the classic arranged marriage thing of, like, can we uh-huh. invest enough in this to make it actually work? Uh-huh. And I think they were willing to. I think she just, when she went back into her own life, she was like, I'm not going to care about you as much when I come out of this. Which is fair enough. Because hmm. mm. she's got so much going on in her own life. But then that suggestion. She didn't Does anybody get fit into that then? Well, yeah, but I guess only somebody that she felt really strongly about. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. So maybe if they'd had more time and more, I don't know, space away from everything else and then, I don't know. No, but it's a weird situation to put yourself in to be in a relationship. Like, nobody gets that. <laughs> you don't get, like, weeks on end with each other to learn whether you like each other or not and then have to incorporate yourselves into each other's lives. I think it is, it must be like a real turning point for some people to be like, oh, actually, like I was having a really nice time with you and that's all I had to do. But I've realised that there's things I feel more strongly about in my life outside. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Which I reckon is probably one of the reasons the experiment doesn't always work, you know? Well, they're strangers. Mm -hmm, Exactly. It's like um, Yahtzee. <laughs> Is it like Yahtzee? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> it's a roll of seven dice. Okay. Is it going to work? Are you going to get six, all sixes? Or is yeah. it going to be a couple of sixes and some ones and twos? Yeah. I know because they say like they interview them and like um, try and match them up properly and make sure that one is everything that the other one wants but they definitely don't because they're making telly yeah i know yeah they're doing their best with the people that they want on the show mm-hmm. yeah they are because it's evident like um so the, in the end um adrienne and matt break up as well um and that's because he wants kids and she doesn't and you'd think it's that would matt be the big beefcake the big beefcake yeah and the blonde girl who wants kids and who doesn't Matt does, Adrienne doesn't. Oh, right, okay. Um, And you'd think that would be something that they would have thought about before coupling them. (laughs) You know, quite a Yeah, did they not ask that? Yeah. Do you want children? Yeah. No, I absolutely don't. Yeah, you'd think that would be... I guess it's a bit of a... Because you can say, I don't want kids, and then meet the love of your life and be like, oh my God, I need to make a little version of you. That's true. Um, But both of them felt quite strongly (laughs) about... Their Nothing opinions. changes here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it does feel a bit like, why did you bother with that in the first place? Mm. And now he's with Shona on the outside. 
That makes zero sense to me. I think it makes loads of sense. Do you? Why? Because mm. I think she just wants somebody to love. And I think he's a lovely, boring beefcake. You know, that she can love. Yeah, I get that. Mm. I reckon he'll take care of her. I reckon he'll take care of him. Good work. Mm. Mm. I didn't think he was boring. Bradley was awful. Oh, so much. Like, yeah. I you have trauma tingles going through my arms and legs. Good, yeah, that's good. When you think about him. Yeah. Great. <laughs> And it's so funny because, you know, Ali, my friend that I see Dip with, she'd never watched any maths before either. And then I just suddenly got a message. Um, I think she was maybe an episode or two behind me. Mm. And I was messaging you going, oh, my fucking God, Brad <laughs> is the worst. I can't cope. I can't watch. Yeah. That is car crash jelly right there. Like yeah. just the way you spoke to her and thought he was so much better than her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's really there bad. like a little puppy dog being like, please let me, please let me. Yeah. Um, and I can relate hard. Mm. Like, I remember falling hard like that for people that absolutely were the worst. Yeah, it um, happens. And you can, and obviously from the outside, you're like, oh my God, is that what it looked like to everybody else? Like, it's so <laughs> obvious when you're not in it. Yeah. But anyway, so Ali... I'm messaging you going, oh, my God, Brad. And then I get one from her going, oh, my God, Brad. <laughs> He's the worst. Yeah, everybody thought he was the worst. And they come back in the end as well. Yeah. Um, and I don't I don't know whether it's intentional or if he just, it's in his nature to take advantage of somebody if they're not as strong as him or yeah. what. But just that whole, he thought it was Jesus. Mm. Well, and he, when he comes back, she's like, you love bombed me. And he's like, yeah, I did. <laughs> and it's like, this isn't okay. Like, why is there no apology here or anything? He's just, like, totally okay with his behaviour. I think, um, I hope he never gets another girlfriend. And that's very strong, isn't it? <laughs> well, he's now played out, out on telly. Mm. But he will. I know. And it'll be somebody like Shona. Mm. It's such a shame because he's a very um, toxic man. And I'm sorry that she had to go through that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any changing No, that. He didn't, you know, when, <laughs> when they're like, the experts are going, you don't get to allow her. You're saying things like allow her and let her. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that I'm intentionally saying that. <laughs> no, yeah, because exactly. I want to allow her to do these things. And she's like, no, no, no. You don't get to allow her to do anything. She's her own person. Yeah. And he just, ne- the penny never dropped. Yeah. They ask him at one point, like, what is, what the best thing is that he's um, learned from being on the show? Or what the, what the best thing about being on the show was? And everybody, all the other couples are saying, like, oh, it's been amazing to have this journey with you. And he just says something about, like, something he's learned for himself. And she's like, what about me? <laughs> like, absolute narcissistic pig. Mm. I've just gone, shit, is that what I do? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what do I love about the podcast? I've learned so much about myself. Yeah, but we're not in a relationship, so that's okay. (laughs) You know? We're not trying to be married. And also, I wouldn't just say that. Like, one of my favourite things is the fact that we can hang out together and chat shit. Yeah. Yeah. And invite other people to listen, (laughs) should they wish. This is different. Being in a marriage experiment. It's not. I love you more okay, than life itself. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 
We haven't even talked about Peggy and George. Oh, yeah, I love them. And we're already 20 minutes in, so let's go. You do love them. Right, I'm at the stage where she can't get over the fact that he's squatted on the internet. And (laughs) I'm like, I don't understand what the problem is. No, I don't understand what the problem is. Do you have a problem with George squatting on the internet? Not at all. Like, I think it's very minimal. (laughs) I don't either. And she's like, it's fucking weird. And I'm like, I wonder why, what she finds so threatening about it. Yeah. I guess, like... um Maybe she's never embraced that part of herself, you know? Like, the weird Ooh. bit. Um, That's like the Bluebeard story mm. where there's, like... Oh, my God, I can't even get into all that. But the <laughs> idea that you're basically holding yourself back from the wildest part yeah. of you. Well, Peggy you Lo- are blo- Bluebeard, and you're trying to say to yourself, don't go in that room, because uh-huh. if you do, you'll find dead women. Yeah. <laughs> Which I feel maybe need a link. We'll, we'll, we'll put a link in the show to the story link of Bluebeard. Link to um, my fairy tale. Yes, yeah. Hannah explains it in one of the other podcasts, actually. We'll link to that. Yeah. Um, it is like that. Um, and she's ne- she won't have done anything weird or off the cuff or, like, you know, seen a strange in her life for fear of like acceptance and fitting in she's yeah she really cares about what everybody else thinks of her Mm. which is fine i get that yeah yeah. i mean i'm totally do too but i think to pigeonhole yourself into only men that haven't squatted on um webcam for the internet i think is um i mean i haven't really come across many that do that but it wouldn't put me off him (laughs) yeah it wouldn't put me off him either no like it's just like and I do plenty of weird stuff. Yeah. Well I do as well. Like it's it wouldn't be a deal breaker for me, not at all. But it is for her. And I guess if that's important then it's important. But it's also in his past and you've got to accept that people have got histories. It, but it, she's basically saying like you're never allowed to do that again if you want to be with me. Yeah, but he said, Okay, no problem which I think is what she's missing here. Like Yeah. He's like, okay, it is a bit stupid and I won't do it again if you don't want me to, which is all he needs to say, I think. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so how are they getting on? So they're still Does together. he get to have sex with her ever? I don't know whether they've had sex yet. Like, we leave it and we don't know if they've had sex yet. I'm assuming um, not then. Yeah, no, I don't think so. That's he got a really blowjob s- at some point, definitely. Oh, wow, that's um, nice. Which was in the show. It's weird how they tell us that, I think. They're like, oh, yes, we've progressed our intimacy, but not fully. And I'm like, yeah, so we got a blowjob. <laughs> and that's what <laughs> happened. And he's, like, got this huge grin on his face. Oh, mm. that's nice. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah. Who else are we forgetting? Love Tasha and Paul. I think they're super cute. Uh-huh. He is like God's gift to the planet. Paul? Yeah. Mm. Just yeah, like lovely. this little cherub soul. He is a cherub soul, yeah. In a beefcake body. Yeah, he's lovely. Yeah. Really like Paul. Really like them generally. I, Tasha is like, where's the pants? But I think that's okay because he's okay with that. Yeah, and she kind of needs to, to feel secure. Yeah, and that's okay. I get it, because I'm that person too. Yeah. Um, and then we haven't talked about um, Ella and JJ. Oh, yeah. Ella and JJ, and mm. Ella and Nathaniel. Mm-hmm. Nathaniel, hello. <laughs> yeah, he's very hot. But such hard work. Yeah, very much so. Like, I didn't get it. I didn't get Nathaniel. I think he genuinely wanted to find a spark, to yeah. the point of flogging a dead horse. 
Yeah. Like, he wasn't feeling it. He was never feeling it. And I don't feel like he really gave her a chance. I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, I just think from the beginning, he was like, oh, she's not for me. And, like, persisted anyway. And I sort of feel like he should have just called it quits close to the beginning, you know? Because yeah. I don't think he was. I don't think he ever thought he was going to be with her. Like, do you genuinely think he approaches every relationship like that? No, I don't. Do you? No. Mm. No, I think he was doing it because he was on the on the show. You know. Yeah. Which it's is an maybe. experiment. I'm going to try and see if this can ever work. Yeah. Well, that's maybe the point she was getting at. You know, when she kept saying weird cryptic things about how he like he was just doing it for the cameras and. Mm playing up maybe that's what she was talking about it seems like they had lots of conversations off camera mm. that wouldn't kind of don't tell anyone mm-hmm. yeah which i don't despite having read the subreddits i don't know what they are <laughs> so, yeah. but mm. i did feel like i think the way ella went about it obviously she knows it was not great yeah it wasn't it was not poor no. bianca i know but i think she is um a feminist icon now who, like, Bianca? Yeah. Oh, my God. She's like Lady Gaga from London. Yeah. Is that where she's from? No, she's not. She's northern, isn't she? I can hear her voice, but I don't know where it's from. Northern, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, and her, like, lo- she was Lady Gaga. Yeah. Like, with her lovely Italian family. Yeah. And um, just the way that she dealt with it, where she was like, right, okay, you can all fuck off now. I'm not being treated properly here and i'm off i'm going i just thought it was like because if it was me i would have been like crying on a puddle in a puddle on the floor um being like why doesn't my husband love me um and she didn't do that so i can't believe she stuck around so long though yeah true but then they all do don't they the producers are probably in the background going come on you need to stay you can do this stick with it a bit longer mm-hmm. he'll come around just give him some space exactly he's never coming around my friend he was not no was interested in Ella, which I think is nice as well, but also, like, <laughs> bit shit. <laughs> oh, totally, 100% shit, and I think... Um, oh, great TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it make so, absolutely excellent TV. Yeah, it's like, what they really should have done is text, you know, speak to um, Bianca, yeah. and be honest, but... Yeah. It's a heightened situation. Yeah. And they did it for the telly. <laughs> like the producers did, I mean. Yeah, they didn't put them in a situation that was easy on purpose. Mm-hmm. Which was good. It was very good watching. <laughs> good watching. Mm. And it was nice for Ella to have that when she'd... You could see how much she really wanted it to work with Nathaniel and he was not giving her an inch. Mm-hmm. And there was a bit of superiority around it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not as far along your journey as me. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, we're all, like, equals here. Yeah, exactly. He wasn't treating like an equal. No. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that was interesting. And it's hard to really form a bond with someone if they're going to treat you like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, But I'm happy for her in the end having had a relationship with JJ because the, so they don't stay together either. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but she says, like, it's the first time that she's ever felt fully accepted for who she is, mm-hmm. um, which I think is, like, it. that's great to see. Like, I feel really happy for her. Yeah. Mm. Their little faces, mm-hmm. having just come back, is, like, yeah, proper loved up. Yeah. Arthur and Laura. 
Oh, yes. I love Arthur. I love him. I know. <laughs> He's like, um, you know when they had that dinner party and like his jokes weren't landing and everybody hated him? Have you watched that one? I'm not sure. So they have this dinner party where, like, Arthur's making, like, really... Well, quite inappropriate, like, um, on-the-nose jokes, but everybody takes it really badly. <laughs> and so they're all kind of like, shut up, Arthur, I'm trying to have a moment. Um, and poor Arthur's like... Um, and, and obviously Laura's really pissed off about it as well. And uh, poor Arthur's like, okay, well, I'll sit back in my seat now. Nobody gets me. And like, <laughs> I think he's really funny. Oh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, poor guy. Bless. Yeah. They, so they in the end she dumps him. Fair. Mm. Does anybody stay together? Peggy and George and Tasha and Paul. Jordan and Erica. Jordan and Erica, yeah. But we leave that a bit patchy as well because of the cheating. Yeah. Mm. Oh, interesting. Mm. Wow. Uh-huh. And so when they all come back, the only couple that recouple. Uh-huh. A Shona and Beefcake. Well, yeah, but that's not shown on the telly. It's just oh, right, okay. Just that's something you know it, afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's happening to them now? Yeah, I spend quite a lot of time reading the articles in newspapers that I would usually never touch. Um, so that's nice for me. Mm. Yeah, it's been absolutely just a journey that I've been on along with the characters. <laughs> Do we believe in it? Yeah. I do, you know. I mean, not necessarily that it's going to make you meet the love of your life, but that it's going to take you on a journey and teach you something about yourself. Yeah. Mm. Do you know, the biggest observation I've made is that nearly every single one of them feels like they're not good enough. Yeah, totally. And that affects everything they do. Yeah, and they've all got quite a lot of baggage that affects how they are with their new partner. Yeah. Um, Which we all do. Yes, we do. Mm. Mm. Have you learned anything new about yourself? Uh, well, I've been obviously comparing myself to all of the um, characters right the way through. Mm-hmm. Characters. They're real people. Um, <laughs> and it's, I, I don't know whether it's like somehow, maybe a little bit, restored my faith in love. Because like, I know that I've just said like not many of them stay together in things, but I actually think that building a relationship and a life with somebody is just about what you put into it, you know, and and that's evident in this. Mm -hmm. Um, And it doesn't have to be happily, like it doesn't have to be a fairy tale, you know, like you're not meant to sort of meet Prince Charming and marry him and it's the best thing that's ever, ever happened to you ever and that's you for the rest of your life, you know, actually these things are quite hard work you need to like compromise put time and effort in with each other and things and that's like evident nowhere more than it is on this show Mm -hmm. um but it makes it clear that if you want to do it then you can work on yourself and try and get places you know yes Mm. I think some of the conflict resolution was some of the best tv ever yeah definitely. and the way the experts are like I mean, some of the stuff, they, they don't even, like, bat an eye. They're just like, whoa, that's not okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, let's sit down and let's deal with it. Yeah, and that's great that that's on television because, like, normally people think that you don't have to work on your relationship, that yeah. it should just like, happen. Like, that's a deal breaker, we're done. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. actually, like, like things like the love-hate week was yeah. fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. What are three things you don't like about me? Yeah. And, and, and can you 
have that conversation without it completely making your relationship explode. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you never want to be doing that like two weeks into a new relationship. No. That's not ideal, but um, I think know. it's still an intro- a helpful conversation to have. Definitely, and all of the exercises that they do on there are fascinating, and it's a good example for us to have on television. I think of like you need to work on your relationships, otherwise they're not going to work. Yeah. Mm. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your expertise, Katie. Yeah, no problem. It's my specialist subject now. Are you go, would you apply? Um, I thought about it at points, um, and no, I don't think I'm emotionally stable enough. Um, that's the favourite kind of candidate. That's, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, they fucking love me, but I would hate it. You yeah. know, <laughs> like I'd fall apart. And also, I just don't think I've got the clothes for it. <laughs> Oh, we'd have to style you before you go we on. We would have to style me, yeah. Like, because um, they have a new outfit for every single yeah. time they're on the telly. I'm, I'm not about that, so no, it's not for me. Okay. Do you want to go on? I did, but not now. Oh, why not? Well, first thing, my ex-husband has watched them all and was like, please don't. Mm. <laughs> I get that. I totally get that. <laughs> and I just think it's not... It's not necessary. It's not necessary. (laughs) It's an interesting experiment. Um, But, yeah, I don't need that in my life. You definitely don't. No. It is interesting, but I wouldn't want to do it, yeah. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Oh, well, thanks, Katie. Yeah, thank you. Bye now. See you later. All right, then. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you next time for another episode of Happily Ever After with me, Hannah Harvey. It would be wonderful if you could leave a review and subscribe. And of course, if you have a friend who might enjoy this episode, please do pass it on. For anything else, you can get in touch with me either through Instagram at Mumsdays or my website, mumsdays.com. 